8 through 20. And we were just singing, Go Tell on the Mountain that Jesus Christ is born. And this is the uh, section that talks about how the angels reveal or give the message to the shepherds, and the shepherds spread the news to people in the Bethlehem area. But uh, Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 20. This is on the day that Jesus was born, and nobody heard about it. Nobody knew anything about Jesus' birth except God, Mary, and Joseph. Okay, and then we read that who's the one who's going to announce his birth? It's heaven. Heaven announces his birth. Verse 8. Now there were in this same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Don't be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths lying in a manger. And suddenly there was the angel, with the angel, a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Hey, let us go now to Bethlehem. And see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste, they came quickly, and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all those things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. Just like to really focus on verse 10, where it says, where the angel said to the shepherds, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. All people. What a beautiful announcement. It's for all people. Just this morning, I was hearing about how in some places in the world, Christmas Day is called the Great Day. Baradin, or Wadadin, it's the Great Day. And, and everybody knows, just as the angel said, it's to all people. The good news is to all people, because he is the Lord and Savior of the world, to all who trust on him. And... Uh, and you hear it, you hear it over these systems in the malls, the announcements, the, the glad tidings. Not everyone understands it, not everyone believes it, but everyone gets to hear it, the glad tidings, the good news of salvation. It's all throughout the world, and uh, it's, it's recognized, not necessarily believed. And what we hear see this morning is, is that the... Um, we today share in, we share in the good news. How? By hearing it, 
Are you really sharing it by believing it? By telling others, and that should lead us to the worship of the true God. It's like what we heard yesterday, Isaac Watts, right? When he said about Psalm 98, all the earth should be shouting praises to King Jesus. Because that's what the Psalm says. Everyone should be announcing. Everyone should be shouting out and singing to the Lord Jesus Christ. All the earth. Here the, shepherd, here the angel says to the shepherds, to all people. All people. And uh, so, yeah, we're going to see this morning that the shepherds did that. They heard it. They believed it. They shared it. And that led them to the worship of the true and living God. We'll see those things really, really briefly this morning. You see, first of all, they are the ones who hear the good news of Christ's birth. That's what we see in verses 8 through 14. You know, until it comes to them, nobody knows about it. Nobody has heard. Right? You just said earlier, only God knows. It's heaven's secret, you could say. It's going to be public. It's going to be made in the open. Um, Mary knows. She's pondering in her heart the wonderful thing that has happened. And, and Joseph. But of course, you know, people might not know because they were kind of in the outskirts of Bethlehem. And they were in a stable. Where was Jesus laid? In a manger. Right? Nobody else, no other baby was laid in the manger. So it was a very lonely time as Jesus and, and Mary and Joseph were there all alone in the stable, in the yard, in the barn. You could say in the barn. No parades. No parades on earth. No crowds. No fireworks to light up the sky. No festivities. That night in Bethlehem was no different than any other night in Bethlehem. Even for the shepherds, until they heard, they were just doing their thing in the fields, living out there, looking after the sheep, watching over them, right, as any other night that they were doing. What were they doing? They were keeping their sheep away from the wolves, from the wild animals, but also from the robbers, the thieves. So they were there watching over the flocks by night. No one on earth was announcing the birth of Christ. But who shares it? Heaven. That shows you something very significant about his birth. Something very significant. When heaven says something, the earth better listen. The people better take note. And who does heaven share it with? Well, first of all, to the shepherds. They're the first ones to hear the most important news in the world. No more important news is ever been shared before then and ever again because this one is the savior from our sins. There's no other that can do that. And it's the shepherds who hear it first. What happens? There's an angel of the Lord, right? Pierces the darkness. You say pierces the darkness of sin. The light shines around the shepherds. They see it and they're scared. They're scared. It lights up the whole area around them. And you can say, you can say the light of the Lord kind of unmasks their uncleanness, all their sins. That's why they're scared. Because when you, when you have the brilliance of God, the holiness of God, the light of God, it shows up all the sinfulness in the shepherds too. 
But the Lord sends his angel and he says to them, you know, don't be afraid. I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all the people. Well, why does the angel Lord stand before shepherds? Shepherds? You know, sheep farmers, right? They had a low reputation. They didn't have a high standing in society. As a matter of fact, if they would go to the court of law, their testimony was never accepted. They were the low, they were on the low bar. Why doesn't God, you know, send his angel before the kings of the world? You know, the big people, the important people. Why not before the religious priests, the religious leaders of Israel? You know, they were important. Shouldn't he send this announcement for them? Why shepherds? To them, the angel shares the good news. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths lying in the manger. They're the first ones. What does that tell you? God Right? He reaches out to everyone who needs salvation. That's to all people. But he begins with the lowest of the lowest because Christ, you know, he enters into the womb of the Virgin Mary. He's born in the manger, laid in the manger, there to die on the cross, the servant of servants. And he's there even to serve the shepherds, the most despicable class in that society of that day. They're the first ones to hear the first ones on earth to hear the good news of Jesus' birth. They hear the joy of what his birth means. They hear it in his names. They're the first ones to hear his names. You know who's born to you this day? Jesus Christ the Lord. Jesus means what? Savior. Savior of what? Well, Savior from our sins. He's the only one who can save us from our guilt and sins, and he's going to do that with his blood, shedding his blood on the cross. Christ, what's that? Well, he's the appointed one, the anointed one by God to do this task. No other. God himself. That's why the angels are announcing this from heaven. He's Jesus, he's Christ, and he's Lord. What do you mean by Lord? Well, he's the one who with his blood is going to deliver his people from their sins. He's going to deliver them from the tyranny of the devil, the devil's nasty monster. He's the only one that can deliver us from the chains of Satan and buy us back. Right? Purchase. Purchase us so that he owns us. He's a new master. He's a gracious master. There's no other master like him. To live under him. To submit to him in faith. That's what they hear. They hear that very message. They're the first ones to hear. And you know, that message, it just excites the rest of heaven. Because when that one angel is announcing this good news, it just stirs the emotions of, it says a multitude, a host, a host which means thousands and thousands of angels. There's a choir that just breaks out of heaven and starts singing. And they start praising God because who's to receive the praise for this? God, the one who made you and me, the one who made all peoples. God's saying, I'm showing you the way out. I'm showing you the way back to me through the one who was born in the manger that day. And what do they say? Glory to God. To whom? Glory to God in the highest. 
and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. Glory to God in the highest. Glory be to the three in one. Praise the Father, right? God the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Praise the Father who gave his Son. Praise the Son who came willingly into the world. Praise the Holy Spirit who prepared a truly human body for him, a human nature for him, so that he would, as man, take our sin upon himself. Man sinned, we sinned. He takes that snake's that he takes our sin upon himself so that sin can be paid for. But only one can pay for it, and that's one who's God, one who's strong enough to conquer sin and evil and Satan in our lives. Glory to God in the highest. On earth, peace, goodwill towards men. That's what Jesus came to do. Bring peace, first of all, in the hearts. Our hearts are so full of turmoil and restlessness. Because of our sin in Adam, he's the one who comes to bring peace. First of all, through his sacrifice on the cross, he replaces the darkness with light to all who believe on him. He replaces death with life. He replaces noisiness with quietness, restlessness with rest. That's what he's come to do is bring peace, a peace that we destroyed by breaking our relationship with God in the very beginning. Christ is also the bridge. He's the bridge, the bridge God sent between himself and us, the one bridge. And because he's the one bridge, he's also the bridge between our relationships with one another. Broken relationships are everywhere, eh? And that's because of our sinful nature. But who's the one that can restore those broken relationships in family, among neighbors, among friends, among relatives. It's Jesus. But you know what stands in the way? Our pride. Our pride stands in the way. That's what keeps relationships unfixed. That's what keeps relationships broken. But Jesus says, and that's the hard thing, it takes the grace of God to take away that pride and humble ourselves under him who is the Savior, Christ, the Lord. And you know, when we submit to him, that's when the changes come. That's when the restoration comes. That's what he's come to do. On earth, peace, goodwill toward men. That's how the song concludes. Goodwill toward men. That means God's good pleasure, his mercy, his grace. is there for all people. Taste it. Take it. Receive it. By faith. That's what the shepherds are hearing. But you know what? That's not all. Second, they believe. They only hear it, but they take it to heart. They take it to heart. We see it in verses 15 and 16. The angels go away, and it's all dark around them again. They go back. The angels go back to heaven. Did the message have any effect on them? Any effect? Or do they just go back to their old ways again and just continue to look after the sheep as if nothing had happened? Sometimes people today hear the message and it doesn't affect them in any way. But only because of God's word and spirit, 
Only because of his word, only because of his spirit, are we able to see the light, the light that pierces the gloom, that pierces the darkness. There's so much in our hearts. And that's what happens to the shepherds. It's that light, the light of the Lord, that leads the shepherds to say, we believe, right? It leads them to the Lord Jesus, the one who then was born in the manger. The shepherds are talking about it. You know what? They just don't go back to work. They're talking about it. They're, they're changed by it. They're changed by the message. And more importantly, the shepherds act upon what they hear. They don't only hear it, but say, yes, we're going to do it. We're going to act upon it. What do they say? Let us now, there's an immediate response. Let us now go to Bethlehem and see the thing that the Lord has come to pass, that the thing has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. Notice what they say, let us now go. They're acting upon it. They're acting upon what they hear. By faith they go, believing the word. This shows that they really believe what they have heard. They're not just saying it. Well, that was nice. No, they act upon it, and they go to see Jesus. They come to see Jesus. They don't, they don't say, oh, let's go and let's see if it's true. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, find out for ourselves. No, they believe God's word. The word is enough for them. The angels are gone. The heavenly singing disappears. But they, you know what? They express no doubts whatsoever. No doubts no objections. They just said, let us now go. Come on in. Let us now go. Let us now go. And they come with haste. Notice that? They come with haste. They come in a hurry. And found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in the manger. They believe. They see him. The son of God in the flesh. They receive him. Yeah, so by hearing and they believe, but you know what? When you believe, you say, i got to tell others because this is such great news. It changed us. It can change others to bring them out of darkness, out of sadness, out of gloom and hardship to know that they can be set free too to serve the Savior. And notice that in verse 17 and 18. They're the ones who start telling, telling the others. It's another way of showing that they really believe the message that they heard the shepherds give their testimony. They couldn't keep quiet about what they heard in seed. See verses 17 and 18. When they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this Christ. And so through the testimony of the shepherds, was even though their testimony was often not accepted in the court of law, right? People wouldn't accept their testimony in the court of law. Yet God says, yeah, but you're going to testify of me. I, I will work through your testimony so that people will begin to hear it and accept it. These were the low caste people who were brought into the kingdom and they're going to bear testimony to the Lord Jesus and his birth. How do we know God used their testimony? Look at verse 18. All those who heard it marveled as those things were told them by the shepherds. Hear Believe. Tell others. A good strategy, isn't it? For the spread of the gospel. Because then others get to hear too. 
The shepherds understood that. Hearing, believing it, that's, that takes the grace of God because outside of the grace of God, we can't believe it. We won't believe it. But we believe it. Then we go tell others. And what does that do? It brings us back into the to the area where God intends us to be, is to, to worship and praise him. That's what we're doing today. Worshiping and praising the God of this good news. That's what we see in verse 20. The shepherds come back together to worship him. Verse 20, they, they the shepherds, returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. By the way, the reason why they're praising and worshiping God now is that now they can come back to their job, their task of looking at their sheep, not as old shepherds, but as new shepherds. We have a new purpose. We can serve the Lord as we continue to look after the sheep, as we continue to keep the wolves away from the sheep, as we continue to to uh, do our task, we do now in the service of the Lord. New shepherds, they had been changed by this message, by the one who came to save us from our sins. May we also hear the good news, believe it, tell it to others, to all people, and may it lead us to worship the babe who was born in the manger, one who died on the cross for our sins, is now risen, is now seated in our flesh at the right hand of God the Father, who reigns over all and will come again. When Jesus returns, he's not going to return as a baby. When he returns, will he find us believing in him? Will he find us testifying of him? Or will he find us Worshiping him. May it be so. Praise God for his wonderful grace. And so, yeah, go tell her on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born.